Don't Wreck Yourself features words and situations that are not appropriate for young listeners. This show is only for adults and unsupervised juvenile delinquents of exquisite taste and refinement. Each week, Matt and Ryan look into claims they find online, answer your questions, and say bad words! Now your way is the only way, and my way is the only way to Fill the space between a hard place and a rock is all we do but we'll entertain the conversation that leads us to the truth. What do we know? What trips to telephones that are no different to you? Welcome to Don't Wreck Yourself. My name's Ryan Placetti, and I'm here to disentangle you from the Gordian knot of the internet's bullshit. And I'm Matt Saintsing, and we have a little bit of a political round robin, or maybe we should call it a round robinette, since that is Joe Biden's middle name. That is a hell of a middle name. It's like a Robin, but tinier. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, um, it's like a Robin, but French. Uh, je suis, je suis Jobidin. I am, I am Jobidin, is what he just said. <laughs> um, the first topic we have here comes from Twitter. This account posted maybe four or five screenshots of Ted Cruz's actual Twitter account. The first one comes from February 10th of this year. Uh, Joe Biden thinks he's awesome powers, but he's actually Dr. Evil. I mean, the- I, I guess we could we could break that down. I don't think that Austin Powers is the hero no. that Ted Cruz thinks he is. No, I think, I, think, I think it's Mike Myers is Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. It's not that Austin Powers is Dr. Evil. The earliest tweet comes from 2018. He says, people think Trump is Dr. Evil. He's actually Austin Powers. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Go on. Um, would definitely give him a run for his money for a syphilis brain, right? For sure. <laughs> uh, the next one is from 2016. Barack Obama thinks he's Austin Powers, but he's actually Dr. Evil. Okay. And then the final one here is, I've seen the movie like 10 times, but I just now learned Austin Powers and Dr. Evil are played by the same guy. Great work at Mike Myers. Hashtag yeah, baby. And that's from 2015. This feels like a maybe a long-term commentary on the two-party system. I kind of love that he's a sitting senator, but in 2015, he had enough time to see Austin Powers 10 times. Well, Austin, th- Austin Powers <laughs> came out like 1998, yeah. so he's seen it like 10 times over 17 years. That's he's, not weird. He sees it every other year. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's... He, I've seen Austin Powers... I think I saw it in the theater and then maybe never again, right? <laughs> that, that, let, me, let me get my count. Once in the theater... Yep. Never and then, again. And then and then I probably I probably saw it in the army. I'll be honest. I watched a lot of bad shit in the armies. I mean, I, I've probably seen, par, you know, bits and pieces of it on television over the course of the years when I'm at my parents house because yeah. they still have cable. And Austin Powers is the exact sort of thing that you'd find on a cable network. Yeah, you're 100 percent right about that. Um, it is a movie primed for TNT for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the first thing we have to check is, is this real? And I am very sad to report that it is not. Oh, no. Ted Cruz never tweeted any of this. A bunch of people are taking it as real, us included, uh, and mocking him, again, us included. But the Twitter user was at Keaton Patty. He posts fake political stuff as comedy. He's a comedian. His Twitter bio says that he wrote for The Onion, Marvel, The New Yorker, Comedy Central, and McSweeney's. Yeah, Keaton kind of did his homework on this a little bit. You know, I think it's very well done, and which is why everyone thought that it was real. But uh, CNN's fact checker, Daniel Dale, Canada's own, by the way, he debunked it. And he's also not a fan of this fake political commentary because as a fact checker, his job is to just debunk this shit. He's literally a Debbie Downer. Ah, oh, I mean, yeah, who wants to do that all day or once a week on Tuesdays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyway, sorry. I you know wanna... what? That this, this takes a lot of fucking nerve. What takes a lot of fucking nerve? What, what are you mad at? Uh, he's a CNN fact checker and he's upset that there's facts to check. Yeah, no shit. Well, 
So his story, his origin story is kind of interesting. He's can't wait. Is Ted Cruz's origin story because I'm pretty sure his dad was the uh, he was the Zodiac, Zodiac killer. killer. And his dad killed JFK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but Daniel Dale, CNN's fact checker, and Ted Cruz both hail from from Canada. By the way, same ancestral homelands. But um, Daniel Dale, he got his job at CNN because during the Trump years, he worked for the Toronto, I think the Toronto Star, whatever the paper of record is in Toronto. Uh, he worked there, and he would just live tweet like Donald Trump, like. Nazi rallies or the he was, you know, the ones I'm talking about. Awesome. Yeah. And and he would and he would fact check in real time. Be like, this is a lie. This is a lie. This is a lie. And then CNN said, hey, do you want a job and move to America? And we just gave him a and all he does is post shit out. That's a liar. That's wrong on the Internet. We're on the verge of a fascist collapse. Come on in. Yeah, exactly. Call right. fascists. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, so that's Ted Cruz. Um, but speaking of a more liked political candidate, uh, I have another conspiracy that I just need to debunk before we go any further. I'm going to stop trying to slide my hands up your sweater oh. and you can you can tell me what I am wearing a sweater. I, I just listener. I just looked down to make sure I was wearing a sweater and I did. Oh, not I, for uh, long. This is a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not if you have 20 minutes and 30 dollars. <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead and fact check before we move further. All right. So um, this claim keeps appearing on I'm seeing it on my with my more conservative friends on Facebook. I'm seeing it on damn near every social media. The claim of the week seems to be that Joe Biden is giving out free crack pipes. I haven't seen that particular claim. I've, I've seen some commentary about like safe smoking zones, like for drug. That's use. part of it for sure. That's okay. part of it for sure. Yeah. So um, let's go this piece by piece here. Is Joe Biden giving away free crack pipes and where can I get one? Is the uh, question is the immediate statistically question I speaking, have. statistically speaking, in his hometown of Wilmington. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> or his or his current home in Washington, D.C. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everywhere Joe Biden lives, a crack pipe epidemic exists. Coincidence? I think not. Yeah, I think that's a conspiracy. We need to be drilling down on this. Um, <laughs> it happened in his family. Uh, we don't make fun of we don't make fun of addiction. That's, on this, yeah, ab- ab- yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hunter Biden did have a substance abuse issue. And, and that's crack, where this really stuff. And, and crack from. was one of those substances. Yeah. And yeah, I conservatives love to tie Joe Biden to Hunter's many issues in life. Yeah, I think it's a completely fucked up. Like Hunter Biden never ran for office a day in his life. And guess what? Every conservative I know who's like shitting on Hunter Biden's like substance abuse is shitting on the millions of families out there that are dealing with substance abuse on yeah. a daily. It's, it's horrible. It's There's horrible. a literal substance abuse epidemic in our country on top of our actual epidemic. Yeah, or pandemic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but the, so the claim, it refers to a provision in an overdose prevention program that was announced in December. Uh, this program provides funding for safe smoking kits, quote unquote. OK, but it makes no specific mention of glass pipes. I read it this morning. So uh, the program, which is funded by the one point nine trillion dollar coronavirus relief package enacted last winter, it will provide about 30 million dollars in grants for harm reduction programs, which is a good thing. I say mm-hmm. aims to reduce the personal and public health effects of drug use. There is no specific mention of crack pipes in the grant application materials. Maybe they got the association because Joe Biden was smoking crack and then flipped the crack pipe to somebody and is like, hey, you can keep that like a guitar pick at a concert. (laughs) (laughs) At one of his uh, one of his speeches. Yeah, right. He, 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 he gave a crack pipe to Kyle Rittenhouse. and says, hey, kid, you forgot something and gave him his AR-15 back. Look, is this any different than Donald Trump pimping hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin to the public? 
The only is reason it, any you know, different? It, it is any different if it's in legislation, yeah, <laughs> because Joe Biden gets things passed. And but Donald Trump needed Mitch McConnell to get everything done anyway. I, I, I wouldn't brag too hard about Joe Biden's ability to pass legislation, but he's well, done he, OK. He's I done mean, OK. He's passed a shit. The, the, the most money has been appropriated in the history of the United States under in his term. Well, I think it's inappropriate to not spend more money. But neither <laughs> I, I agree. Anyway, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so let's talk about a little bit what safe smoking kits are. So they're listed as one of the allowable purchases when this grant. Uh, the grants also provide funding for disease and drug testing kits, wound care supplies, even condoms and syringes, right? But the grant does not specify what the smoking kits should actually include. Um, an expert that the New York Times interviewed said that they could have rubber mouthpieces, brass screens, lip balm, disinfectant wipes, and glass stems. The glass stems is what can be used as a crack pipe. Right. But the contents of these kits are they very wildly vary based on the organization and even like the state and local laws about like drug paraphernalia. This really comes into play. So there is no federal um, mandate. Joe Biden's not giving away crack pipes to cities or anyone like, like that. Yeah. And, and it's a shitty dig at Hunter Biden. Yeah. And there is a view on the right that views criminalization and, and well, that views criminalization as virtually the only way to combat drug addiction. And the fact yeah, is that's and, worked, it's worked really right. well. It, it, it hasn't worked. And there are many other countries with prevention programs and, and safety oriented programs, treatment oriented been, programs yep. that are vastly superior in their success rate yes, without but, ruining a person's entire life with a criminal record. Yeah, they have safe injection sp- sites, I think, in Portugal and in Spain, I want to say. In mm-hmm. one of those, and they were, they were ha- I know Spain was handing out actually crack pipes. And guess what? Their drug overdose deaths like plummeted. Yeah, because because when you, when you're doing it supervised around people, you tend not to die. I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and throw that out there. Anyway, what, well, what I think is kind of funny is that these are crack pipes. These glass pipes can be used to smoke methamphetamine and opioids. So don't. If you get one of these glass pipes, don't sell yourself short. You can try all kinds of different smokable drugs. Yeah, like tobacco. Yep, or DMT or whatever. You know. <laughs> but that brings us to our next topic. Absolutely. I love this one. It's not crack, though. I would say that America has had something of a pizza addiction for the last 70 years or so. I feel like I've had one for the past 35 years or so. You know? Yeah, yeah I, I'm, a big, I'm a big pizza fan. I don't think there's a bigger pizza pusher on the street corner than Pizza Hut. <laughs> Really? Are they the are they like the biggest pizza chain in the country? They are the largest pizza chain in the world. Wow. Okay. Um, I think they peaked at about five thousand locations, but they've closed down a lot of dining uh, dining locations over the last few years. That's true. You can go anywhere in the world, and there is a Pizza Hut. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what brought this up? Uh, Matt actually sent me this. Uh, it's a picture. It appears to be from ebay or another bidding type site. It looks like craigslist to me it looks like craigslist it could be craigslist uh it says rare fine manager 10k solid gold pizza hut excellence ring weight 14 <laughs> grams and let's let's describe this it's kind of it's like a blocky ring like i think it looks like a thumb ring <laughs> yeah it kind of it looks like a mafia ring like some sort yeah. of like or like the crown jewelry it's it's, it's like like a flat stamp with the Pizza Hut logo, and are there like four stars on it to the side? There are four stars on the side, like the uh, like the epaulets on the Star Trek: The Next Generation uniforms. Like there this is go. a captain's Pizza Hut ring. <laughs> the, the USS Pizza Hut is commanded by the bearer of this ring. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, One so, ring to rule them all. I, I 
Oh, you're reading my I, notes. Yeah, you, you should go ahead. I'm sorry. You should go ahead and say that. That's no, you go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead and read my notes for me. <laughs> one ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all. And in the stuff crust, find them. I love it. Okay. I love it. I love it. So we got a little sci-fi. We got a little fantasy. Uh, we, we've checked off all of our nerd requirements for this episode now. A drug reference with 14 grams right there. Just sit, <laughs> it's just sitting out there. Okay, so... I, I guess the, the first question is, is this thing real? The, and the answer is, yeah, I, I think so. It doesn't look like it's Photoshopped. Yeah, it um, looks like a real ring in the photos for sure. Is it a 10K yeah. solid gold Pizza Hut excellence ring? <laughs> Very doubtful it, okay. that it's 10K solid gold. Um, well, if it's solid gold, then it's not 10 carats. Then it's not that, 10 carat. Yeah, uh, then yeah. it's not 10 carat gold. Yeah. Um, it might be, it might have been gold plated at one point, but if you look at the top of the ring, there is gray poking through, which means it's probably pewter that's been coated in some sort of shitty gold. Uh, like I would venture to get stainless. I would venture to get stainless steel probably. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even think that. I think it's probably pewter or some e- even cheaper. Something that's going to degrade really quickly. I could not find any other examples of this ring out there, either on shopping sites or any sort mm. of documentation. Antiques Roadhouse. <laughs> but I did find a similar piece, which is a pin with three, uh, you know, like paste jewels in it. A, okay. uh, or, or more likely just plain ass plastic. It looks like the gems <laughs> that you find in the belly of a troll doll. <laughs> oh, like a fa- like a rhinestone, like fake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for size comparison, it was actually they they had a picture of it next to a penny, and it was smaller than a penny. Pizza Hut really splurged on this one. If this existed, this would be on the internet in more than one place because it's really funny. Potentially. Yeah. So I, I think there's a couple things to keep in mind. Pizza Hut operates franchises, and franchisees. Yeah could very well make their own Pizza Hut jewelry that they're handing out as rewards to their loyal managers. This ring looks like if you break enough kneecaps, Pizza Hut rewards you. <laughs> <laughs> or if you clog enough arteries. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the ring exists. Um, so based on the logo used on it, we can actually date this ring. It definitely looks like a, re- a legit like logo I've seen in Pizza Hut in the past, for sure. Right. So this logo was actually designed by Landor Associates and served from 1999 to 2008, which means it was probably in use during that period. This would put it in the yum years after Pepsi spun the company off. What's yum? What's has Pepsi getting? Did they buy Pizza Hut? Uh, so Pizza Hut was owned by Pepsi. Okay. And then they spun off Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC. Uh, to four, which is uh, why we see them together. Yeah, which is why you see them together in in, in the stores. But the uh, I, I did find similar memorabilia from other fast food places: pins, necklaces. Uh, there's actually a Pizza Hut in Texas that for a hundred dollars you can buy a full Pizza Hut tracksuit. Oh, uh, let's crowdsource that, listener. If you value this podcast, you will give us money so we can buy a Pizza Hut tracksuit. <laughs> I I would one hundred percent wear this. And, and if there's only one, give it to Matt because I already have my High West whiskey tracksuit. I mean, next Halloween's gonna be so lit. It's gonna be so lit. <laughs> we're, we're pizza and whiskey. <laughs> it sounds like our morning radio show. Yeah, hey, what's had, up? welcome uh, to pizza and whiskey in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So fun, fun story. I actually worked for Pizza Hut for a oh, while. Of uh, so you I, I, I you've had know. every single job ever in the world. This is like the 12th time you're like, oh, I used to work this. <laughs> so when I was in high school, I worked at a, a at a Pizza Hut in uh, Soderton, Pennsylvania. I was actually involved in a lawsuit. <laughs> so were you lifting pepperonis? Uh, it fell off a truck. Uh, no, but it was it was a sausage related injury. 
Of course it was. <laughs> so what happened was I was I was deposed by our award winning manager, a guy named Carrie, who once told me I have no personality. Jokes on him. Jokes on him. He was managing a pizza hut and he did not have one of those rings. So well, there you go. Him. Yeah, exactly. If, if Carrie was worth his salt, he'd have had his Pizza Hut knuckle ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what happened was I was in the kitchen. My coworker, a young guy by the name of Mario, was in the kitchen. I turned a corner and he threw a sausage at me. You know, one of those little crumbled sausages. Okay, I was going to ask what kind. Yeah. Yeah. As a natural born athlete and always on my toes combatant, I merely sidestepped and the sausage flew by. Okay. Striking a customer. Oh, Carrie, you done fucked up now. Well, Mario, well, Mario Mario. fucked up. Carrie fucked up when he hired us. No, Carrie fucked up by getting a job at Pizza Hut. Yeah, (laughs) Carrie (laughs) Carrie fucked up when he hired Mario, the sausage thrower, and he fucked up when he hired me, a natural born combatant and dodger of sausages. (laughs) So this woman, she she freaks out that she has been struck by a sausage, which, you know, Fair enough. You shouldn't be hit by a sausage in a restaurant. I've been a restaurant manager. I would be derelict in my managerial duties if I downplayed this incident. Customers should never be involved in food fights involuntarily. Only consensual (laughs) food fights. So she gets hit by the sausage. She gets her pizzas for free. Oh, okay. Because she was she she made a a scene. So she gets back to her apartment. Apparently, she was carrying the pizzas and like her four or five. Like this kid was like five. She was carrying this kid and she dropped the kid while carrying the pizza because she was so emotionally distraught for having been hit oh with the sausage. So she sued Pizza God. Hut for the medical bills. What a fucking piece of shit. And the upholstery and, and getting the upholstery in her car replaced because the kid bled all over the back seat. <laughs> oh, my God. A sausage is not to blame for that. I think that may have been a stretch on her part. This is a f- yeah, much like the cheese in the Pizza Hut. It was a stretch. But I feel, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like um, this, is, this is the definition of a frivolous lawsuit. Absolutely. Yeah. This is everything um, from the 90s. Pizza Huts, frivolous lawsuits, bleeding children. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so final final determination. This ring is probably real. I can't imagine somebody going. It doesn't look photoshopped. And I can't imagine anybody going through the trouble of making one of these rings yep. unless they were invested in the corporate structure and employee recognition programs of the Pizza Hut Corporation. <laughs> gotcha. Well, um, so this is like the missing treasure out there. Listener, if you can find Pizza Hut ring. Uh, well. I, I would consider buying one of this just for the just for the laughs, you know. Yeah, but like a child smashing into the curb of a parking lot. I believe you had another topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is interesting. So I saw a TikTok the other day uh, that claims that the International Space Station is going to crash into the South Pacific Ocean and sink to the bottom in about ten years. Okay. And it's going to take ten years to sink to the bottom. Well, so this is so um, that's it's always been the plan to have the International Space Station crash into the Earth, but this is the first time NASA actually put a date on it. Uh, the International Space Station will plunge into the ocean by year twenty thirty one. Okay, by twenty thirty one. By twenty thirty one. Yeah. So like, if, if your astronauts are there now, you're like shitting your bricks. You're like, oh fuck, but it's by twenty one, but it could happen tomorrow. Right? <laughs> Sometime um, between now and then. <laughs> so there's a couple. So there's a couple claims here, and the. Uh, I think the first question I had was, is this from a reputable TikTok account? And the uh, the account is at Astro Alexandra. So, yeah, it seems like she would know what the hell she's yeah. talking about. Right? I, you don't put Astro in your name unless you're really into it. Or unless you're a Jetson. <laughs> so um, here's where it gets interesting. She says the ISS will end up at a place called Point Nemo, which is a spacecraft graveyard. 
And I looked into this and I'm happy to report that, yes, this is real. About 250 to 300 spacecraft are sitting at the bottom of the Pacific Ocean at Point Nemo, including six, uh, seven Russian space stations, including the Mir station. If you remember, remember that talk yeah. about being in the school in 90s, uh, Japanese cargo craft, six Japanese cargo craft. It's like an internationally designed and recognized place to drop your space junk. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting. But why this specific spot? Why do you have any guesses as to why NASA and the community of of states would agree on this spot? Well, uh, one international waters. Yeah, <laughs> no one, no one's going to give a shit. You know, a lot of times they scuttle vessels or uh, dump things into the ocean in order to create habitats for sea life. Interesting. So, so is this like that. an artificial coral reef? Absolutely not. No. Oh, well, then I had no fucking clue, Matt. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting you say that about about like Coral Reef, and I'll get to that in just one second. But um, it's actually the farthest place from any land in the entire Pacific Ocean, the, the spot. It is considered the safest way to crash a spacecraft. Uh, yeah, in, t- in 10 years, the International Space Station, which is the size of a football field, by the way, it will come crashing down to Point Nemo. Uh, Point Nemo is located inside what's called the South Pacific Gyre, G-Y-R-E, which is a rotating current that prevents nutrient-rich water from coastal areas flowing into the deep ocean. So there is no life there. So, no, there's no, no, I mean, no life, life that away. we think matters. There, there's, there's definitely like some sort of shit like that. There's yeah. some sort of fucking sentient nematode down there going, what the fuck? <laughs> this is, and this is actually really crazy. If you sailed there, the closest human beings would be the astronauts in an international space station. <laughs> that is. Isn't that fun? Wild. Yeah. So um, the International Space Station orbits about 258 miles above Earth. The nearest population, which is an Easter Island, is about 1,670 miles away from the spot. So it's actually kind of insane. Yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense. The, yeah. our, our atmosphere is only about 50 miles thick. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, Nemo, I guess it makes sense. Point Nemo, the name comes from Jules Verne's famous 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which was one of my absolute favorites as a child. I love that book. In 1997, a mysterious noise was recorded uh, about 1,200 miles away from Point Nemo. Because scientists have described it as the least biologically active region of the ocean, this led to a great deal of excitement. And in 2005, the United States uh, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, announced that the bloop was actually the sound of icebergs cracking and fracturing, which so it's just us destroying the planet. Yeah. However. Point Nemo is referenced by H.P. Lovecraft in a short story in 1928 as the location of the ancient city of Rilla, which is home to the tentacle mouth human dragon Hutulu. So some people thought this actually was Hutulu rising up. <laughs> I've always said it Cthulhu, but I. Oh, I never H.P. Lovecraft has never corrected me. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Um, the only people to ever come close to Point Nemo are participants in the ocean race, a yacht race around the world that happens every three to four years. Uh, so, so the odds of the International Space Station landing on somebody are pretty slim. Very slim. And I'm sure, you know, they would wait a day or two or whatever they need to do to crash this spacecraft. I just want to see, like, are, are there going to be cameras set up? I want to see, like, this space station just crashing down to a fiery ball into the Pacific Ocean. I think you put that on YouTube. Red Bull will sponsor it in a heartbeat. Fuck yeah. So. Are there? Do you, do you know if there are currently plans to replace the International Space Station? I, I I haven't looked into that. I'm not sure actually. We just got um, the James Webb Telescope well, no, up there. Okay. So so how about this? Um, Astro Alexandra in the same TikTok 
She said that in the future, space stations will be run by private corporations with advising from NASA. So I don't think NASA has any plans to put a space station up there, but private companies definitely are going to do that. In the, in the, I hope, in the, I hope it's future. Richard Branson, not Elon Musk. Or Jeff Bezos. Sure. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, though, I hope I know. Bronson instead of Jeff Bezos. I know. I'm just I'm just letting you know my level of enthusiasm for various billionaire playboys. Yeah. Um, is there room for another space billionaire playboy? Uh, Bruce Wayne. It's got to be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, right. Actually, yeah. you know, Kanye is a billionaire. So is Rihanna. So is Rihanna. Rihanna. And Rihanna just, uh, Rihanna's my favorite billionaire. Yeah, uh, she's because the, she's the one I dislike the least. She's the mo- I still hate her, but just uh, I hate her a lot, little less than Jeff Bezos, the owner of the Washington Post and Amazon and everything else. You know where you'll never work? Amazon. I hope. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say the Washington hot. Post, but yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I've actually, I actually applied to a job at the Washington Post years, years ago. I actually got an email back from the guy who was like the hiring manager, and he said, "Hey, Matt, uh, I just want to let you know you're not getting an interview." But I would invite you to apply to other areas in the Washington Post. It will bring you into the organization. And I just never did anything with that information. But I was like, oh, thanks. It's like, you're not good enough this time, but try to find another door, essentially, right? He's like, you know, we have a mail room. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's like, hey, we can always use a new sandwich boy or whatever. Probably not, <laughs> probably not during COVID, but, you know, whatever. If you want to get involved, you just got to start with the water cooler talk. And there's no better way to get involved in water cooler talk than being the guy that replaces the water cooler. No, bottle. This, this is this is how you work at the New York Times. You go to Harvard, you get an internship on Wall Street and you just live off your your parents money. And then if, and eventually you'll 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 get a byline at the New York Times. That's how it works. If you're good enough. Yeah. If you're good enough and you're and if you're privileged enough, you will work at the New York Times. Oh, good God. My favorite New York Times editorial recently, and this was uh, a few months ago, they had a guy talking about how the child tax credit, uh, the advanced t- child tax credit payments were actually encouraging laziness. Oh, I've, I've, and, I've heard and, this and making, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I know I sent you I sent you a message. I was <laughs> fucking furious. Yeah. He's just like my family, blah, blah, blah. You know this is something that people are going to come to rely on and it's going to be damaging. And it's just like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Because you know what? Your family's lived experience as somebody who has clear access to being able to just pen a a fucking editorial for the New York times is not the same as the average Americans. No, absolutely not. Period. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. I think it's a, I think that's something where the times want it to be balanced and they, they end up going, they end up overcorrecting, I think. Oh my god. Like but what a it, fucking douche nozzle. I'll be looking for my composer credit on the Dune soundtrack. Ryan here. I'm doing something a little bit different today. First, I'm going to open up with an apology. There is definitely something wrong with my audio this week, and I suspect that when we were recording, I was mapped to the wrong microphone, and that's why everything sounds kind of tinny and hollow. If you didn't notice, it's because you have bad ears. Anyway, today I wanted to put a little advertisement in there, and this is different than most advertisements that we do because we're not talking about another podcast. We're actually advertising for a brick-and-mortar business. I'm going to encourage you to visit 1911 on East Passyunk Avenue in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This Friday, February 25th, is their opening weekend. 1911 is not a white tablecloth destination. 
The two chefs partnering at this location, Mike Gingras and Jonathan Rafa, are offering American small plates with an eye towards vegetables and pastas that'll be supplemented with what they're calling the South Philly Feast. The idea is to have all the food hit the table at once so that way everybody has something to share. If you're looking for a family-style restaurant with upscale dishes served in an unpretentious environment, this is probably the place for you. And if you go there and mention my name, they'll probably slap you in the face. I can't think of any better way to finish this episode than the following topic. <laughs> I don't even remember where I found this. It's a screenshot from r slash hole up, which is <laughs> it's H O L U P hole up. Uh, the caption above this screenshot of a Twitter post says, um, is that how it works? Uh, the Twitter post originally comes from at grace. FYI. All right. For your information, everyone, she's Grace. Mm-hmm. Grace is this is Grace for your information or <laughs> uh, information in a state of grace belonging to oh, you. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that too. It's a little bit more. It's a little bit more biblical forgiving. Grace says, "I and assume she, her name's Grace, and she needs to be forgiven for what she's about to say." <laughs> if he ejaculates semen, it's because his body is full of toxins, and he has had too many sexual partners. Men are not supposed to have semen; it's unclean. Vegan men with few sex partners ejaculate fresh water. <laughs> Find a virgin man and leave these McDonald eating thoughts alone. Stay woke. Oh my god. It has this has to just be like fake or just like oh! it's got seven thousand retweets. This thing has seven thousand retweets. And thirty one point nine K likes. You oh know you you know god. you've hit gold when you get the K. Like they just yeah. start representing numbers with letters. They're like, yeah. we can't even keep track of it all. <laughs> we can't count that high. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is, is this account real? Ooh. Well, I looked on Twitter and I found at Grace FYI, and the account has 18 followers and 10 followers. Did, did she still have a tweet up from 8 January 2019? Well, that's the thing. Uh, so this account joined in October 2013. Okay. So I'm thinking what happened is that the, because there's no way an account with 10 followers got 7,300 retweets. Yeah. That just does not happen. Yeah, it would be amazing if it did, yeah. Yeah, I know. We'd be on top of the world because our posts are fantastic. <laughs> our Twitter content, in spite of what Dracula said in our Halloween episode, our Twitter presence is really good. Yeah, yeah. Stuff up. Shame Dracula. on you, Cap, for reading the script that I wrote. I was going to say, yeah. Cap uh, Cap on Shrimp and Crits, they just launched their Patreon. Check them out. Ooh. Anyway, he listens to every episode. I feel like I feel like it's fair. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I did find older posts tagging the account that had been deleted with Twitter citing an account suspension. So it's possible, just I'm throwing it out there, that this account was flagged for spreading medical misinformation. <laughs> yeah, I right. mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I did find it in uh, this tweet specifically in a roundup of like best, like funniest tweets of the week from Pace Magazine. So we know that it was tweeted on January 8th, 2019. So this was pre-pandemic. You could say whatever medical misinformation you wanted on the internet. And it's cool because it's just hippie bullshit. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think what happened is that this account with 10 followers has hijacked the handle following the original account being suspended by Twitter, uh, which is why Justin Bieber is now retweeting online contests. And that's it. So it's just a bot (laughs) at this point. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, so Matt, I, I know that you're a vegetarian. Yes. Uh, what color is your jizz? You know, um, mine's normal. It's a little brown. It, uh, uh, <laughs> I, Matt. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, um, it's 
blue. <laughs> the claim here that men are not supposed to have semen, it's unclean, I think is there's a lot of dirty boys on the internet then. Vegan men with few partners will ejaculate fresh water. I mean, like, aren't, aren't we mostly like 70% salt water? Why would it be fresh water? Wouldn't it be salt water? It would be as salty as this ISS graveyard, you know? Like, it could be fresh salt water. Like, salt water's fresh. But like she, I think she means like no, like like the fresh water you get from like a waterfall or a stream, not like yeah. salt, not like salty water. While the Twitter account no longer exists, it, it probably does. So it's hard to gauge like what type of content, whether this was posted in jest or whether it was serious. Exactly, I think it's probably a joke. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But is the information contained within true? And I think <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely 100% true. Uh, So just to just to clarify some of the points so we're not spreading further misinformation on the Internet. Pre-ejaculate is clear. Ejaculate should not be. Did you look this up or or are you just recalling your own lived experience? I, you know, I once I did. I I, 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 I ejaculated once Uh, to, to make my baby. I ejaculated once. So here's the thing, though. Having clear semen could be a sign of frequent not excessive, it's your body, it's your choice. All right. Sexual activity or a medical condition. Interesting. Ladies out there, if you're if if you're if you're seeing us out in the wild, make sure to get the fuck out of there, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, most of the medical conditions that cause semen to be clear are related to conditions that cause uh, that lower sperm count. So sperm makes up about five percent of the uh my body weight. seven seven percent on a or three percent on a good week yeah most podcasters are full of shit (laughs) matt's full of man pudding oh god baby batter (laughs) (laughs) and it's wasted on you because you're going to be child free that's true if everything goes according to plan yeah children rarely go according to plan but Uh i wish you the best of luck godspeed (laughs) Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so low sperm count or or oligospermia can be a result of a medical condition or just dumping that pudding out. Uh, <laughs> one of the conditions can... Varicocele, can you guess what that is, Matt? Say, say uh, it again. Say it again. Varicocele. It has to do something with the vas deferens in the in the testicles, right? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to give you the definition that I got from the Mayo Clinic. Oh, Okay. And the may- very apt name for the topic, the mayo, sling- <laughs> slinging that mayo around. Oh, God. All right. So the, so the experts on white. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On white, creamy substances. <laughs> the experts on white, creamy substances at the Mayo Clinic define it as an enlargement of the veins within the loose bag of skin that holds your testicles. In parentheses, scrotum. Oh. Just to be clear. Okay. It's just that loose bag of skin that's holding your testicles. This is definitely written by a woman. <laughs> uh, but it's it's a condition that's similar to like the varicose vein that you might get in your leg. Okay. Uh, so okay. it's just like a swollen blood vessel. It's varicose veins in your ball sack. It's varicose veins in your ball sack. All right. It can also be caused by a zinc deficiency. Oh. Which is a common malady experienced by people following a vegan diet who may have trouble getting zinc from an all vegetable diet. Oh, shit. So what this person is assuming is a sign of a lack of toxins may actually be related to a serious medical condition <laughs> caused by being a vegan. Yeah, well, you know, I, I mean, being vegan, I'm just going to go ahead and say this on the record. Not eating animal fat is is way more healthy than eating animal fat. Bar none. I'll, I'll say that. So there are a lot of medical conditions 
people who eat meat have higher cancer rates than vegetarians and vegans, right? Yeah, there, there, there are a lot of reasons to be vegetarian. I could see myself at some point becoming a vegetarian. Hell, I had a veggie burger just the other day. So did I. By my, by my own volition. I S- chose same. to eat one. Me too. Well, how was it? Well, I had meat too. I, I put smoked <laughs> salmon on it. It was you, a breakfast. You, you, you can't say meat too on a podcast anymore. <laughs> no, I had meat too. Uh, it just it just sounds bad. <laughs> I didn't have hashtag meat too. It was the, during the meat you movement. Vegetarian. It's meat you. <laughs> hashtag meat you. <laughs> uh, you'll never get meat too if you're dating a virgin a virgin vegan who ejaculates fresh water. That's I know that for sure. I feel like this is just crazy. Yeah, so. so Men are not supposed to have semen. It's unclean. So. All right. So I'm just going to go rapid fire and, yeah, and, and, yeah. and round fact robinette. check this round. Robinette. So semen is not caused by toxins. Biological men should naturally produce semen. That semen should be white or off white. If there is a healthy sperm count, even if the semen is clear due to a lack of sperm, that is not water. It's pre ejaculatory fluid. Uh, which is a clear mucoid fluid produced by accessory by the accessory glands. So it's basically it's dick snot. Um, <laughs> well, that's the name of the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so clear semen is actually more likely in people with multiple sexual partners. In other words, increased sexual activity can reduce the sperm count, creating clear ejaculate. So if your vegan partner is coming clear, go find yourself a McDonald's eating thought. That's my conclusion. So I, I did look into the various colors that semen can be, and I found some interesting stuff. Right, uh, so clear white and gray can all be normal. They're not necessarily a sign of disease or dysfunction. Okay. But here are some other fun colors that can happen because of diet, disease, and infection. Ooh. Green. Uh, so be green, right? Yeah. Before you taste the rainbow, you might want to consider these ones off limits. <laughs> uh, yellow. Okay. Green. How yellow? I just want to, I'm just curious. Uh, I would assume very yellow because a slight tinge can be caused by diet, but it can also be a sign of infection. All right. I haven't checked recently, but okay. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, immediately after this episode, Uh. we'll both, both, uh, I mean, we can leave the cameras on, but I think we're we're both fairly private people. You couldn't afford it. Yeah, you couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) So. Uh, you can find us on OnlyFans.com. We are at WreckYourPod. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have a OnlyFans. It's another open up another revenue stream yeah. or a revenue stream. <laughs> so uh, yeah, pink, red, and brown, and orange. Those are those are all discolorations that can be caused by blood, physical trauma. Oh god, infection. Basically, anything that's going to put blood into that pathway. Any of the any of the guys from Jackass, they're going to have this. Yes, all yeah, the guys from yeah. Jackass basically just jizz brown oh god it, there's so much there's they, so much and then they drink and then they drink it because they're fucking weird yeah yeah <laughs> uh i was surprised though that black is an option i have it's like black tar yeah that's kind of crazy it's so gonna get the it stickiness can, so yeah yeah it can be caused by spinal cord injuries wow or heavy metals your average metal head has much to rejoice about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's all the headbanging. You get whiplash, you jizz black. I don't know what I would do if I ever jizz black. I would immediately call a doctor. I would go to the emergency room. I don't know. You go to emergency, you call in special forces. (laughs) Yeah, I would call in SEAL Team's dick to come in. and. uh, (laughs) Uh, But you know whose music will never make you jizz black? That's Rick Reynolds. That's right. Rick Reynolds' music is pure, clean. It's fresh water from the tip of your dick. (laughs) I I don't know why he still lets us use his song. (laughs) 
Because, I mean, we're always saying nice things about it, but they're really weird nice things. Yeah, yeah. well, because he's a good guy, because he's a friend. He's a good guy. He's a you friend of the him. show. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. So listen to his music. He's no McDonald's eating thought. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, you can find his music on Apple, iTunes, Amazon, and that bastion for misinformation, Spotify. Yeah, I was going to say, um, should we be taking our podcast off Spotify? Probably not, because we want to, you know, we need people to listen to it. So nobody listens to our fucking podcast that's on true. Spotify. That's true. That's true. We're not going to hit them with the same force of a, a of a Neil Young or a Joni Mitchell. <laughs> uh, we're Wreck Your Pods on social media we are on Twitter Facebook Instagram and TikTok we're Wreck Your Pod on all those we have a listener group uh, we also hang out on the Discord server well Ryan does mostly but uh, yeah so we're on the Cast Junkie yeah. uh, we're on the Cast Junkie Discord server right. where we right. have a channel for our podcast celebrating all things don't wreck yourself and because Matt doesn't check in on the channel very often you can talk all the shit you want yeah Feel free to talk shit about me as long as you're engaging with Ryan about our podcast. I think that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll fall on that sword. Yeah, yeah, and we are still accepting images of unicorns and dinosaur titties to our Gmail. We are wreckyourpod at gmail.com. In addition to dinosaur titties and horny horses, you can send us feedback, comments, and topic suggestions. We are guaranteed to read them and almost guaranteed to actually uh, get to the actually bottom. do your topic. We, we get so excited when we get fan suggestions, so don't hold back. Give us your give us your nastiest internet topic, and oh, we will get to the bottom of that's it. That's the call to action this week. Give us your nastiest topic. <laughs> oh man, he leaned in close for the sexy mic talk. I also I, like. I just got a text message from my mom, so I had to like read that. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought he weird. was getting sexy. He was really just talking to his mom. Uh, you can find our webpage at wreckyourpod.com. Right now, it's just redirecting to the Simple Cast page with all of our episodes. But that's a great repository for all of our podcast episodes. Send your friends there. Yeah. And rate us five stars while you're at it. Oh, God, yes. Rate us five stars. Rate us. At, honestly, I would take a four-star review, but, <laughs> only on, but only on platforms that only go to four stars. Okay. I demand so, so the maximum number ring. of stars. So a Pizza Hut ring. Yeah. I, I, I want four stars on a Pizza Hut ring. so if between now and next week you find yourself on a government website cruising for joe biden's free crack pipe and you don't have time to wait for our next episode to find out whether you can smoke that shit for real we encourage you to check yourself don't wreck yourself we are united but we're so far apart and it won't change Oh